Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. For more information and to donate online, go to 3cr.org.au. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Welcome to The Boldness at 3CR. Today we're interviewing Janice Florence. Welcome to The Boldness Disability Current Affairs. The Boldness is about standing up for your human rights instead of waiting for some well-meaning person to give them to you. Hi, I'm Gazem. I'm filling in for Finn Hermia. And my co-host today is Raphael, the wonderful Raphael. Hello, Raphael. How are you going? Thank you very much, Gazem, for joining me in the studio. And our guest tonight is Janice Florence. She won the 2019 Established Artist Award from the Australia Council. Before we get her on the line, we're going to play a song called A Time to Leave by Eddie Inc. A time to live, time to sleep, time to laugh, a time to weep, time now to get real. Yeah, let me tell you, baby, how I feel. I'm going down, going down, down to the ground, going down, going down. It is a wasted I'm sad Lift me up now Feeling bad Release me From the tailor wall Yeah, I want to get better now Before I go Time to wake, the time to be, time to live, the time for me, the time now to get real. Yeah, let me tell you, baby, how I feel. I'm going down, going down, down to the ground. Yeah, going down, 
going down, down to the ground. Get tins are wasted on the side. Lift me up now, feeling bad. Release me from the tail of woe. I want to get better now before I go. Right, good. Good afternoon. My name is Rafael, and right now we have got Janice Florence, the 2019 winner of the Established Artist Award from Australia Council. Welcome to the Boldness Disability Current Affairs, Janice. Hi, Rafael. Thanks for having me. Hello, I'm Gizem. How, how are you? Good, thanks. Hi. Hi. Now, Janice, is that. You um, started with Weave Theatre. You're the co-founder, creative director. Um, tell us about your journey. Yeah. So, uh, be- well, before I was with Weave Theatre, I was with a company called State of Flux, and that was a company of myself and four other dancers who didn't have a disability. Uh, I had acquired my disability about 10 years, 10 or 12 years before that. And I was involved in dance before that. And so after my accident, which gave me a spinal cord injury, I went back to sort of dancing within the same general areas that I had been because luckily I'd been dancing in areas that involved a certain degree of improvisation and experimental approach. So I was able to go back and adapt and find my way through that. So State of Flux went for 10 years and then myself and another dancer from State of Flux were invited by Arts Access at the time to teach a series of workshops that were going to lead up to a masterclass with Kanduko, which is a British inclusive dance company who are out here. And so we taught that group and then we had the masterclass. And at the end of that time... um, the people involved wanted to continue so I kind of fell into the role of being the leader because I had been in that role I guess in teaching and nobody else was particularly around to do that role so I came into that role and we continued on and so it's built since then. Right now with um, dance like with a wheelchair, improvised um, dancing, dancing uh, with a disability. Mm. How, like, with performers, with their roles to actually improvise, is that, like, at particular times during a performance or is it uh, very spontaneous? Well, there's lots of different styles. No, it's not spontaneous. (laughs) Oh, it is sort of spontaneous in a way, but there's lots of different styles and approaches to improvisation. And the one I was doing with State of Flux was called Contact Improvisation. And that's a whole school of dancing and improvising which was invented in New York about 40 years ago by some... Uh, very sort in those days uh, bold adventurous dancers who wanted to break the old moulds and it's all based around sort of weight and momentum and working with your partner with weight and resistance and momentum Um, but look there's all other styles of um, improvisation and now I guess um, Weave has come to a point where we've worked with 
quite a number of different outside directors, performance artists who've come in to direct and teach. And uh, so we sort of, and this is common in contemporary dance, when we're developing a performance work, we are given creative tasks and we improvise with those creative tasks as a guideline. And then the director picks out what looks, you know, what it looks as though it will be work and uh, appeal within the performance and but that's kind of all pretty much set into the performance. But there are moments within the performance where you might sort of improvise a little bit around um, certain guidelines or what's called a score in is, improvising. Is the director living with a disability or is it...? Um, well, I've directed about... Oh, how many? About four shows. Mm-hmm. We've... We've had 15 original shows over the 22 years of our existence. Wow. And um, I've, I think I've directed, yeah, four of those and then the others have been directed by guest directors who generally don't have, well, they might have an invisible disability but they don't have an obvious one. Okay. Right, Sean, now, with Weave Theatre, 15 shows, 22 over 22 years. Now, there's considerable room for professional development. How has we... What is the benefits of drama for people with a disability? Well, yes. Well, within the... The company's changed over the years and we've had a lot of different people with different interests and different backgrounds. And so it's sort of become a real mix of theatre and movement and physical theatre. And um, we're currently working with a director called Yumi Umamari, who's a quite well-known Japanese buto artist. Buto is a contemporary Japanese dance form. She's got a bit quite um, her own approach, quirky approach to it, which she calls buto cabaret. So I guess over the years we've tried to be a training place for people who aspire to um, be involved in the performing arts, and we have had quite a few training workshops uh, with various people teaching. Uh, in 2014, we had um, a national workshops that were funded by Arts Access Australia, and we they actually funded people from interstate to come, funded all their accommodation and travel, etc., uh, to be part of those workshops. So that was a fantastic professional development opportunity. And then there were other workshops around that that were had more local people in them. So. We So, I mean, we sort of want to appeal to people on different levels. So sometimes we have workshops that are very general and might just appeal to people who enjoy moving or um, performing or acting or just doing drama. And um, other times we're actually aiming to train people who are interested in being in the performing arts because there's a lot of barriers to people with disability actually going to the training institutions that train for the performing arts. Uh, it's, it's quite hard for people with disability to get into those courses. And so I guess we're trying to um, make up that gap in a way. Now, Janice, what are some of the barriers people with a disability do face when it comes to accessing training? Uh, well, I think um, if, if you went to the VCA to audition for the drama course or the dance course probably in particular and you're in a wheelchair 
they, I don't think they could deal with that. I don't think their course and their curriculum, etc., and probably their attitudes would allow them to find a way to include you in the course. Uh, and, and in a way, they've got a mentality that they're training people for a career and they've got, you know, uh, the general world of contemporary dance, I guess, and drama has fairly conventional ideas about, you know, how people should look and what capacities they should have. I might have missed what's, what you've been saying, but are there any people living with a mental illness who accompany you in your performances? Uh, yes, we have had people um, who are living with a mental illness in the company f- from time to time. Yeah. And have they tried to audition for VCA and not, not um, achieve? Look, I suspect, you know, perhaps, I don't know for, for sure, but yeah. I suspect that within, you know, the acting profession and probably the dance profession and, you know, arts in general, there are probably people with mental illness who don't um, care, divulge that. You know, they probably, because of the stigma attached to it, they probably choose not to. But, I mean, some people do, um, you know, uh, uh, open up and talk about their, say, depression or anxiety at some stage. But, you know, I I guess a lot of people don't divulge because of the stigma that's traditionally been attached to it. And how do you get involved with this? Uh, Well, Weave at the moment is is a company. It's sort of, and we're working towards a performance at the end of June. So we've... We're sort of in rehearsal now, so it's a fixed company. But from time to time we have auditions and then we also have public workshops sometimes. Okay. Now, Janice, we're going to do play uh, the 3CR community announcements. We'll be back with you in about a minute's time. And the first person we're going to hear with the community announcements is the Boldness Program Sponsor, Leisure Options. The Boldness would like to thank Leisure Options for their support of this program. Leisure Options creates barrier-free holidays and travel that liberate people with disabilities. To find out more, check out leisureoptions.com.au or find them on Facebook. You're listening to 3CR Community Radio, 855am. Visit the 3CR website at 3cr.org.au forward slash podcast to hear the most recent recording from each show or 3cr.org.au forward slash streaming to listen live. Good afternoon and welcome back to the Boldness Disability Current Affairs. My name is Rafael the Brologist Caleb and I'm talking with Janice Florence the 2019 winner of Established Artist Awards from the Australia Council. Now, Janice, let's talk about the really exciting parts, the Australia Council Awards. How did that come about, like, with the nomination? Was there any awareness that you might actually be the actual winner of the the Established Artist? Uh, well, it's a new thing that the Australia Council has introduced and the whole title is um, National Disability Arts Award and then the sort of category that I won was Established Artist. Um, so someone has to nominate you for that and someone nominated me and then um, 
after a certain amount of time when they've made their decision, they let me know. So I did know a month in advance of when the actual awards ceremony in Canberra was and um, I wasn't allowed to tell anybody because... <laughs> yep, there was the embargo. Embargo, yeah, there was a media embargo. So I couldn't really tell anybody until um, the night of the award ceremony. It's like being on a um, jury. Yes, yes. <laughs> so it was, I mean, I did tell my partner, uh, of course. I couldn't keep it from him, but... Um, but I, I wasn't, that was quite hard not to tell people. What yeah, was for happening. sure. Cool. Yeah. Yep, now, is that, Janice, is that with the actual awards, were they, weren't they up in Canberra? Yes, the award ceremony was in Canberra. This is a an initiative that the Australian Council has taken. It's a really important initiative to promote disability arts. And um, so this is the first year, and there'll be two years after this when they give the award. Um, and, and there was another category which was emerging artist. So there was a younger, newer artist who was a, an Indigenous visual artist from Tennant Creek who was the uh, recipient of the Emerging Artist Award. And his, yeah, name, and and his name was Dion Beasley, Beasley. Yeah. and he is, an, I think it's pronounced, Albion Man from Tennant Creek. Yes, yes. yes oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, and um, so that was fantastic. He um, has a particular interest in drawing camp dogs and he's, he's um, uh, illustrated children's books and made little models and he's, he's done some fantastic work. And then another award was given on the night, which was to Madeline Little from Brisbane. But that award was from Arts Access Australia for Emerging Artist and she, she received that for her work for a particular project. And so it was in Canberra, and the uh, Minister for the Arts presented the award. Now, that Janice, wasn't this part of... There's an event called The Meeting Place to do with arts and disability? Well, they I think they deliberately placed it on the last night of the Meeting Place conference, which is an arts and disability conference which takes place every year in different locations, in different states. And so they placed it on the last night so that people from that conference could be the audience for the award. And, and it was... Sorry, oh, go on. Sorry. I was just going to say it was at the National Portrait Gallery in, in Canberra. Okay. So I'm just wondering, um, you say you're putting on a show in June. Is mm. that a usual time frame, six months to work on a show and then perform it? No, look, it all depends on funding. You know, we apply for yeah. funding all the time and if we get the funding... And if every, you know, one's available, it's all around organising all the different elements and getting them together when the venue's available, when you've got funding, etc. Okay, cool. So mainly we're applying for project funding all the time. You have to. What avenues are you going through? Uh, I guess mainly we've gone through local government and also Creative Victoria yeah. and the Australia Council. Yeah, cool. And we sort of delved a bit into philanthropic funds but due to sort of lack of time and resources we haven't had a lot of time to investigate that more. Now Janice, as far as arts disability goes, the really really big picture of it, why is it important that the arts industry specifically encourages people with a disability? 
Um, well, I guess because in the past we've been excluded, and um, this is, and people with disability have a desire to perform, you know, like anybody else in the population does. Certain people are interested in the performing arts, and they happen to have a disability, and so, and you know, they've got a particular experience of life and approach to life to add to um, their creative work, which is important for people to see. So I guess it's from both aspects that people with disabilities want to perform as much as anybody else does and want to have the opportunities to do that. And also it, it, it sort of opens up, hopefully, um, new views from audiences from the community who see people with disability performing, see them in a different light from the negative stereotypes that they've often, you know, have often been directed at disability in the past. Yep, certainly. Janice, as an established artist, have you had the opportunity to maybe mentor people, like, for example, the Next Way Festival, having a look in with people with their applications. Arts Access Victoria had Small Scratches, which was performed out at Northcote last year, where you had the chance to go out and actually see what people with a disability mm. were doing to give them mm. some real industry feedback. Mm. Uh, yes, yeah, so I did a little bit of that here at Arts Access. My my job tends to be here tends to be consulting with the arts industry to create better access. Um, but, and also I did go to the small scratches and, and give some feedback on one of the performances. Well, it involved about five or six people. Also, I think, you know, as we have a lot of people passing through Weave, in a way I act as a mentor within Weave too. You know, there's a lot of artists at different levels who are performers in Weave and, and it's kind of a bit of an ongoing mentor relationship with them. As well. Just a question: How did you feel when you um, achieved the award in Canberra? Uh, I was very thrilled because sometimes I felt ignored. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, and that um, your work wasn't guaranteed success. Well, you know, no. it's a constant struggle, really, to keep yeah. going. Um, constant, you know, struggle to get funding, etc. Mm-hmm. And we there's a thing called operational funding, which you can get to run the company, but it's very hard to get, and we haven't often had that. So. Between projects, it's a bit of a struggle. Okay. Yeah, so it was really nice to have that. And I have, you know, worked really hard sometimes for no money for a long time. So was there a plaque nice or, or a statue? Was there a plaque or a statue? Uh, well, there's a trophy and also there's quite a bit of money attached to it Ooh, as well. Oh, good. Which Sounds is nice. awesome. Yeah. No, so and yeah. and also to be treated like a famous person for one night is right. <laughs> oh, well, I agree with that. Well, as that Janice Florence says, the 2019 winner of the Australian Council for the Arts Established Artist Award. We know that you're actually a very famous person, and <laughs> because um, you're actually a very famous person, and putting on the mentor hat. Now, what would be one piece of advice you could give to people anywhere if they would like to get involved with arts and drama to succeed? Um, Oh, well, I guess it's just plugging away at it. You know, when I um, had my accident and, and, you know, with spinal cord injury and became a wheelchair user, um, 
I just went back to what I, you know, some of the styles that I'd been doing and had to find new ways to approach them and adapt them. And and, um, a lot of times I felt, you know, a bit hopeless and as though I was getting nowhere. And and so it was just, I guess it's the love of it and keeping plugging away and doing it. I mean, you know, people think that the arts is always wonderful and a joy and but arts is also a field like everything else that has its moments that are mundane and boring and sometimes you know you have to push through all that and um just keep plugging away and learning and doing practicing in order to um i guess to succeed or to achieve the kind of success that you want to achieve um and I guess you it's it's easy to get carried away by wanting to be you know famous and well known but uh sometimes you have to just do what you like love to do for the love of it as well and you don't know what's around the corner well you don't no yeah. well yeah you don't know what's around the corner that's true well yeah. Janice, sadly we are very fast running out of time so the last question we have for you how can people get in? We'd like to give Weave Theatre a plug. Uh, yes, well, Weave Movement Theatre, we have a website, so if you'd like to have a look at that, it'll tell you a lot about what we've done in the past and what we're planning for the future and how to get in touch with us um, and tell you a lot about the current performers. So I think that's probably the best place to look and it'll give you a lot of... Um, it'll, if you were interested in... Uh, finding out about what we're doing next, it'll tell you how to contact us, and um, yeah, it gives you an idea of the kind of thing we do because uh, we do something that's a bit experimental. And um, I guess I have been experimenting over the years to find what inclusive theatre can be, and we've been developing our own forms, and and so um, it, it just to see what different styles of thing people are doing. Cool. Right, well, thank you very much ti- um, for your time, Janice. Much appreciated. Thank you very thank much, you Janice. Thanks. Thank you very much. We've been talking with Janice Florence, the winner of the 2019 National Australia Council Established Arts Award. I would like to thank Gazem for coming into the studio. Thanks, Raphael. We'd like to thank Daring from Ruminations for panelling. Thank you very much. Now, just before we quickly wrap up, we've got a couple of very special announcements. There's been two Order of Australia medals given to people with a disability. Well-known advocate and author of Say Hello, Carly Finlay, and Sandy Jeffs, a very well-known advocate for mental illness, has won an Australia Order of Australia medal. And big call out to Australia Council of the Arts, in 2020, the Australian Council of the Arts has a couple of programs that are available, including mentoring. We're going to put the website up on the podcast for people to have a look at them. And we would also like to say thank you very much to Writers Victoria, who are mentioning the Boldness Disability Current Affairs in their newsletter in the March edition. We're going to go out with a song called Access Access by Johnny Crescendo, kept this and completed by Lovely. We're back on the 19th of February. Thank you very much. Thank you.
Listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.